Seeing as how the first Sonic did as well as it did, expectations were high for the sequel. Needless to say, this movie delivered the goods, and I'd go so far as to say that it was even better than the first one. In the eyes of some, these movies play it safe by sticking to fairly standard stories to tell, but it's because this movie knows what it is and what it wants to be. It knows what needs to be done to satisfy its audience, and in that regard, it delivers. I'm sure that there are some out there that may have wanted more from the story or maybe even including actual plots from the video games, but for what Sonic 1 and 2 are, it's good enough for me. If anything, trying to force these movies into being something more than what they really are would cause them to suffer, and I'm glad that wasn't the case with either of them. That's one of the reasons why video games slash anime adaptations suffer as horribly as they do. It's either because of not really understanding the source material, or going too far with wanting to take things seriously to the point where it just comes off as forced and bad. It's for that reason, among many others, why I think that Sonic 1 and 2 are some of the best video game movie adaptations. There are plenty out there that are guilty pleasures, such as Super Mario Bros., Mortal Kombat 95, and some of the Resident Evil movies, but the problem with those is that they tended to suffer as a result of not really knowing what they wanted to accomplish. Sonic 2 is a movie that knows how to go about delivering the experience it has to offer, and as a result of that, it's an entertaining movie that's able to satisfy the entire family. I know that some out there say that about all sorts of movies, but that's not always the case. It's either because the movies are too childish for adults, or too mature for children. While there were moments that were clearly meant for adults, the humor in Sonic 2 is diverse enough to leave everyone having a good time. But before I go further in depth discussing that part of the movie, I'd like to start from the beginning. From the start, Sonic 2 was a very visually appealing movie. There were a good mix of colors, cool effects, and in general, great visuals. There are many examples I could bring up, but one scene in particular was when the Chaos Emeralds were shown. This also continued, but via how the characters were introduced. Dr. Robotnik's intro started off fast and delivered the goods without leaving you waiting for something to happen. In general, the intros for the characters were dynamic and they left me feeling happy. I thought that Sonic's intro music was fun and amusing. The movie started off on the right beat and it did a good job setting up what was to come later on. As I've been discussing, Sonic 2 did a great job starting off strong from the beginning. There was a good balance of serious and comedy right out of the gate. What most stood out to me was the funny Ferris Bueller gag, and the talk between Sonic and Tom at the lake. You could go so far as to say that Sonic 2 is simply more of Sonic 1, but that's really something worth bringing up towards the end of this review. To some that might be a bad thing, but seeing as how I enjoyed Sonic 1, I was all for it. In my review of Sonic 1, I mentioned that there weren't as many references to the video games as I was hoping for. It's possible that I've missed out on all of the ones that were present here, but I thought it was nice to see a Mean Bean reference. As someone that's really just a fan of the early Sega Genesis Sonic games, it's nice to see that era of Sonic referenced because to me, that's the definitive Sonic era. Much like Sonic 1, the voice acting in Sonic 2 was great. Ben Schwartz once again showed why he was chosen to voice Sonic. Not only did he deliver funny lines, but his overall voice acting did a lot to bring a fictional character's personality on screen. On the topic of voice acting, I thought it was interesting how Idris Elba was pretty much just Idris Elba playing Knuckles, but he wasn't acting as Idris Elba. I realize how confusing that may sound, but what I mean is that Idris Elba's performance gave Knuckles his own persona slash characteristics. How Knuckles came off was a good change of pace when compared to Ben Schwartz's Sonic, and that wasn't bad at all. Their dynamics in the movie came off as an annoyed older brother having to set his younger brother in line, and I could relate to that. On the topic of characteristics, I enjoyed how the movie went about showcasing each of their individual powers. The scene on the mountain with the car flying off, Knuckles is rock climbing, Tails is flying, and the eventual reveal of Super Sonic. Some parts definitely came off as fan service for longtime fans of the Sonic franchise, 
but isn't that the point of these movies? I know that the point is to create an enjoyable experience for everyone, but the makers of this movie know what the diehards are expecting to see. As previously mentioned, Sonic 2 delivers the comedic goods. It's one thing for a character in a movie to be funny as a result of the situation they happen to be placed in, but besides that, I really enjoyed lines that referenced Vin Diesel and The Rock. Besides that, I thought it was great how the references were a mix of modern and old. For example, bringing up the Winter Soldier or backstage passes to Limp Biscuit. I'm sure that the Limp Biscuit reference may go unnoticed by younger viewers, but as someone that was alive during new slash rap metal's heyday and has enjoyed the MCU since day one, it was easy to find humor in both. It's difficult not to focus on Sonic 2's humor mainly because that's one of the reasons why it's appealed to as many people as it has. What's great is that the humor isn't seen coming from a mile away or just a cheap haha. I guess it depends on you, seeing as how humor is subjective, but I liked how it was handled in Sonic 2, and I liked how it was intertwined into the movie's story. For example, despite being at odds with Sonic for the majority of the movie, Knuckles eventually sees the good in him because of how he treats Tails. As a result of that, I'm pretty sure that Dr. Robotnik says something along the lines of asshole loner in reference to Knuckles. As much as I'd like to say that all of Sonic 2 was funny, that's not true. Tom's sister-in-law is funny, but not to the point where there should be parts of the movie that focus on her subplot. Bits and pieces here and there would have been okay, but not extended scenes. In particular, I thought that the wedding aftermath was overdone, cheesy, and it felt shoehorned in. As a result of that, the movie was brought down. Seeing as how this is a movie that's trying to appeal as many people as possible, it's easy to understand why scenes such as this one would be included, but for me, all it did was cause it to drag on. What's worth acknowledging about these two Sonic movies is that they're perfect for everyone. Perfect might be the wrong word to use, seeing as how many would argue that there's no such thing as something being fully perfect, but I can at least say that it's able to satisfy multiple audience groups at once, and when it comes to a video game adaptation, that's not easy to do. Sure. You can include specific references to the game franchise, such as when Sonic is snowboarding or going through the temple, which looks like a Sonic level brought to life, but both Sonic movies are more than just fan service. If these movies were just that, they wouldn't be as popular as they are. Besides what I've brought up, I like that it doesn't feel 2 hours long and that it pretty much stands alone. Having seen Sonic 1 makes it a fuller experience, but it's not necessary, and that's good. It's because that'll lead to more people watching the movie and not feeling held back due to the possibility of not having seen Sonic 1. One of the greatest compliments I can give this movie and those that were responsible for making it is that I was left thinking, give the people responsible for these movies a raise. It's because they consistently deliver great video game movie adaptations, and there's enough balance between the games and this being a standalone movie. While I do think that this movie could be enjoyed by everyone no matter their age or interests, I'm well aware of the fact that some people won't enjoy it. Either way, I recommend Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and I hope that there will be more video game movie adaptations of this quality coming our way. If you enjoyed this content, please feel free to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thank you very much for listening.